0: Hey, what's up, good people? This is your bar. i Rashad. We got Mo Lane, We got Ryan. And we also got Deron, And we are the beard always wins. The beard always wins. It's a movement. It's the lifestyle. More important to the podcast, people. We're so grateful and thankful that you all are listening, to. And with that being said, don't forget, wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple, Spotify, or Google, do us a favor. Download, like, and share. And this is the Safe for Work podcast, for the most part. Ryan's here tonight, and Deron is here tonight, so there's no telling what's going to be said. But... With that being said, man, welcome back, football. Week two was everything that makes college football the greatest sport known to man, in my opinion. And it was just awesome. Amazing, amazing, amazing. You had some upsets, a lot of upsets, actually. Uh, the Sun Belt Conference came through. We also, um, I lost the bet, and we'll get into that as part of the upset. And. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but first off, listen, UK alum, SEC academic All-American, Mo Lane, I know he was happy because the group chat was ringing off. And for the first time, the only time a year that you will ever hear me say go Wildcats is when the Kentucky Wildcats play the Florida Gators. Mo, uh-huh. the floor is well, yours.
1: Well, I thank you for that That awesome introduction. Um, I'm going to start off by saying, actually by quoting Greg McElroy from the SEC Network. Um, at the end of the game, he said, and I quote, it's about time we start putting some respect on Kentucky's name. And, you know, over the past five years, especially when it comes to the Florida Gators, I don't think they've given us the respect that we deserve. In 2018, we went down to Gainesville, we handled business. And in 2021, last season, we handled business in Lexington. And in 2022, we go back down to Gainesville again and handle business and. I think it's safe to say, with with uh, Mark Stoops winning this game and becoming the all time winningest coach in Kentucky football history, that the Florida Gators have no choice but to respect the Kentucky Wildcats from here on out. Now, I'm not going to issue a uh, you know a warning shot to the rest of the SEC. It might be a little early for that. You know, you got your Georgias, you got your Alabamas, you got your Arkansas, your Texas A and you got all of you know all the other um, blue, blue buds and powerhouses in the SEC. But at the very least. Uh, this Saturday proved that the people down in Gainesville should not open their minds when it comes to
2: Kentucky football. That's all I got to (laughs) say. I got a question. (laughs)
0: What's
2: up? Uh, Just in case y'all weren't paying attention during the broadcast, did you know that Mark Stoops passed Bear Bryant as the all-time winningest coach in Kentucky history? Because they repeatedly the
0: said in front of the beginning of the kickoff until the final whistle. <laughs> that I did know. I did know. Uh, how many wins does he have? 61. What?
1: 61, 61 wins. 60 was the sixty was the record. Think about it. They haven't had a coach in Kentucky who, A, has stayed as long as uh, Mark Stoops, right? And if they have stayed that long, they have not been as successful as he is. I think he's won ten games in maybe what three seasons, the three of the past four or five seasons. So, I mean, he's 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 the best coach in Kentucky history. You got to say it.
0: Yeah, especially recent history. Uh, I will say now they did come. There was a couple other times they should have beat Florida, right? <laughs> like they they should have beat Florida. Some fluke things happen. But um yeah, congratulations to Kentucky. Ryan, what you gotta say about Kentucky?
3: I mean Morris Lane, I guess he say said enough. I mean, I don't know what's going on with the West Virginia shirt on in Kentucky. I don't I don't get that. Maybe you can enlighten me. So I, I can, I can. I use this
1: opportunity to enlighten you a little bit. So uh the West Virginia, I, I rep West Virginia over here because one of my old teammates from Kentucky. A guy named Neil Brown is actually the head coach of West Virginia. So, always, anytime I can support one of my fellow, you know, uh, Wildcats doing anything positive somewhere else, I do it. And uh, their uh, running backs coach, I I think he's a coordinator too. He's also a University of Kentucky guy. So, uh, yeah, I show love to them. They they look out, you know, so
2: I I got it. I got nothing to
3: say. I mean, I
1: have
2: some more numbers. If y'all would like to hear the those. Yeah. Oh,
0: I'm,
2: I'm, I'm missing numbers on the board guy today. Um, uh-huh. Kentucky has four double-digit win seasons in a 107-year history. Mark Stoops has two of them. The last one was by a guy named Frank, Fran Kersey back in 1977. And before that was 1950. They went 11-1. And that guy was maybe a guy you maybe heard of during the broadcast today, Bear Bryant.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: but not. But in all seriousness, seriousness though, uh, like I said, um, shit, we recorded last night, so yeah, so I got, I got to upload, but um, yeah, um, Mark Stoops, the one thing I can say because he was defensive coordinator at uh, Florida State. He does, he, his bend don't break, and whatever you do well, he takes that away from him. Florida only had two drives over six, over six plays the entire night. And one ended in a pick six, and the last one was the last drive of the game. Everything else was
0: five and out. Like, uh, the one thing I will say the AR 15 uh, was not zeroed. If you don't zero your weapon, right? Because he likes to call himself the AR 15. Aliens and came and got him. Say what? But, anyway, like, if you don't uh, zero your weapon, you shoot high. You shoot to the left. So I guess they give you more time, more Lane, to, to keep bragging about Kentucky, <laughs> I guess.
3: Well, well, I, I won't use it for time to brag, but until Armand comes back. But I, what back. I will
1: say...
0: What are you talking about? I, I'm back. You,
1: you froze. We can
0: hear We couldn't hear you. Oh, but pretty much I was just saying, you know, Anthony Richardson, a.k.a. the AR-15, was not zeroed in. He was fired. A lot of high high balls um, that's off target behind the receiver and with that being said like that's what that's always best business issue since last year i don't think they've developed him at all i don't see any development other he's still athletic as i don't know what but i just don't see him um you know progressing so with that being said like we could uh there's another go for it. there's
2: another there's another quarterback Are we transitioning to another game? Because I can transition to this game. Because it's a perfect transition.
0: Yeah, let's transition to it.
2: So, there's there's another quarterback who was uh, lauded on Saturday who also suffers from a bit of Anthony Richardson. Because if you go back and look at that one quarter of football he played, Quinn Ewers throws a lot of flat-footed passes. But his arm is so damn talented, man. Like, super talented. Like... They, I think he uh, Worthy dropped two. Well, let me take it back. Worthy dropped one pass that shit, that was on the money. He threw that one flat footed. Like he he doesn't step into these throws. Whittingham dropped a good uh, uh, one that would have been over twenty yards. But that to be so young, that kid's place ball placement is spectacular for a dude that ain't played since
0: two thousand uh, or twenty twenty one as a senior in high school. Yeah, that's uh. Like, I, I watched him. He he actually looked pretty good, pretty poised, Uh, you know, before, prior to he got hurt. And so I got a question about that game, and this is something that me and Ryan talked about earlier. Um, that Was Texas that good or was Alabama that bad? Like, Alabama was, like, uncharacteristic, like, a lot of penalties, um, like, misroutes, like, early on. So my question is just take it around the room. Was Alabama that bad or was Texas that good? No, so I,
1: I will say I, I didn't watch the entire game. I just saw like little pieces of it, and I saw highlights. And of course, you know, um, I watched kind of the recaps. But one thing that I saw that stuck out was 15 penalties. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: That's very very unlike Alabama. So in my mind, I would say that's an anomaly. And I would say um, Texas is pretty good, but they're not that good. That's what I. I mean, that just just. From that perspective, I would say that's an off night for Alabama. That does not happen all the time. And if Alabama played Texas again, the result would be very different. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just what I see.
2: Allow me to retort.
1: The floor is yours.
2: I want... Because my co-host on Black institution Control Podcast, y'all, we got into it about this game. Oh, yeah, we're talking about Bama-Texas, Bama 1, 2019. But... My thing was, so there's two things to this, right? One is Bryce Young is not comfortable with any of those receivers. And it could, and you could tell, starting from, like, what? Basically from kickoff that he wasn't comfortable with them. Um, he wasn't comfortable with them. And another thing is Bill O'Brien is a horrible play caller. Like, straight up. Hey, so I won't say I would say that the Texas defense arrived earlier than the Texas offense because they were flying around all over the field, like they like they were legit. Like it was like some it was it looked like a Bama defense. Like they were legit flying everywhere. But Bill O'Brien was calling timing when the offensive line is already like all underclass. Like I think there's only one junior on that offensive line, and he was out there. Calling, no, well, I take that back. That's Texas' offensive line. They all, they, that's all under uh, underclass. But like, Bama's offensive line was like piss poor. They they couldn't keep Jameer Gibbs in the game because he couldn't pass pro, and he was still out there calling the uh, timing routes, like he uh, like routes where Bryce needed time. And when he finally decided to shelve all of that and like, all right, we we're gonna hit him with the short stuff and take what they give us. That's when Bama started moving the ball in the fourth quarter. But the, the fact that it took them three quarters to realize that, I was like, "Come on, man! Like, it's everything seems like it's it takes a lot of effort for Alabama's offense when the competition matches their, or matches matches their talent."
0: Yeah, I, like I, I watched the. Well, I didn't watch the whole game. I, I listened to it because I was driving to Columbus and kind of glancing at the game from time to time. But the one thing I will say is that. That defense, Texas defense was flying around the ball. They were just flying like they, they made you if if you're a defensive player, you was happy with what you saw. Um and I agree. Like I just think that, yeah, the penalties did hurt Alabama, but Texas did they made some critical mistakes as well. They missed that field goal early on. Um they dropped passes, you know, the couple of pass like you said. A couple of touchdowns, they dropped. And here's the thing about when you're playing a team like Alabama, you can't just knock them down. You got to knock them out early. You got right. to hit them in the mouth and you keep punching them in the mouth. You don't let up. And I think they kind of let up um, because they stopped blitzing and they, and they let them just kind of march down the field. But uh, also, the one thing you got to do, if you were to watch how Georgia played Alabama in the national championship, they kept a spy on, um on Bryce Young. So that was mm-hmm. that, that was the one thing. But Georgia does have the athletes to do so. Go ahead, Duran.
2: But I, you said you said they keep a spy on him. Bryce really doesn't run like that though. Like that kid like refi- he refuses to cross the line of scrimmage. He will for- he will force a throw before he actually takes off a run. It just he changed it up this game. But uh so back so on the Bill O'Brien thing, right? So it came a point in time during the game where i was like yo he's abandoned the run and somebody was like i would too if texas was stopping it Bama shut Bijan John robinson down but you know what sark kept doing like hey we still got this guy that can break that can hit a home run on you so the threat was still there it just gave him something else to think about and because you know i got numbers um the Bama-Texas game got a 9.9 TV rating with a peak of 10, well, a peak of 14.5 in the metro place area of Dallas, Texas of 7.5 million people. 20% of TV's were watching that game. Well, they, thank you. They, it just means more than SEC. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the
0: one thing I will <laughs> say, though... That's uh,
2: crazy, though.
0: Like, Texas is a big name, and... Yeah, that's why they want the SEC wants Texas and Oklahoma. Oh, we forgetting one
2: thing. Hey, man, not to interrupt you, we forgetting one thing:
0: Alabama and Texas and have,
1: have
2: the Longhorn network <laughs> for crying yeah. out loud. I mean, yeah, I can see it. I got, we for, uh, they pushed the Longhorn network. They got rid of that joint.
0: No, it's still there.
2: They really don't. And the demand, the, the 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 fact that they could even pull that off. Like, yeah, we forget we forgetting one major point though.
0: What's that? Was it or was it not a safety? It was a safety. I thought
2: yeah, it was a safety. It was a safety. It was a, safe, it was a safety for a myriad of reasons, right? One, the defense, the defensive tackle that got the set was being held like no other person in that stadium that day.
1: <laughs> so that
2: was an automatic safety. They called targeting and roughing the pass. When I looked at it, I was like, so where's the targeting? He hit his feet? then you can't, if you're going to call a target and roughing the passer, the only thing, the only call that you can rescind is the target. You can't rescind, you can't rescind a a roughing the passer call. Yeah. So for him to come back and say, I've misheard what the ref said, I'm like, no, like, no, you called it. The rules are the rules.
0: He got him a mulligan. He got him a mulligan. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan, we want to hear, what were your thoughts on the game, Ryan? That's something we want to know.
3: I think, um, I think guy kind of nailed it. Um, I think I, I, I am impressed with Texas defense. I mean, they was on it, but, um, I don't know, man. To me, I just feel like Texas kind of, I, I, I didn't expect that type of play from Texas. Um, so, I mean, I know they lost, um, but I think, I think Texas is, is, is Improved from last year, I think Texas is going to be a problem probably within the next year or two. I think Texas is going to be back.
0: Keep that in mind because I'm going to come mm-hmm. back to that. I'm going to come back to that. So we also had a lot of uh, upsets. You had App State, which cost me five dollars to the um, <laughs> run beating Texas. Got some, numbers. You had Notre Got Dame. some numbers. Yeah, Notre Dame. numbers for We had Notre Dame losing to Marshall, and uh, who was the other sub belt team that? The prior- Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. Yep. What was the most impressive?
2: I'll jump on this one because I got some numbers. Uh, Texas A&M, App State, 17-14. Let me ring off some numbers for you. Uh, App State, 22 first downs. Texas A&M, nine. Texas A&M, after the week week that North Carolina had against Texas A&M, where they put up 600 yards of offense, Texas AM had a total of 186 yards total offense. Time of possession, App State had the ball for 41 minutes and 29 seconds. Um, App State was three for four on fourth down. And the killer shot, App State ran 80 plays. Texas AM ran 38.
0: Wow. What's your thoughts, Mo? Uh,
1: yeah, I, I'll be very brief on this. First of all, the <coughs> upsets, like the game consider upsets, you know, like the Marshall and the Georgia uh, Southern and uh, App State, I would say the most impressive upset is Georgia Southern beating Nebraska, right? Uh, But I didn't watch that game. Uh, I watched the App State game, and I'll speak on the one that I watched, and I will say that was more impressive from a standpoint of if Georgia Southern were to play Nebraska three or four more times, I don't know that they win three or four more times. But from, from seeing what I saw with App State and Texas a and I think if they played again, App State beats, they beat, they beat them again.
2: Yeah. I
1: think App State better team than Texas A&M. And I don't think anybody before the season, I don't think anybody would have been able to to, to settle with that statement that App State is better than Texas A&M. But according to what I saw, they are better.
0: Gotcha. So I, my question just goes around the room. Out of App State, Marshall, and Georgia Southern, does any of them finish in the top 25 at the end of the season?
2: No. Honey, you should say that. Let me bring the – go ahead and give y'all points because there's something I want to talk about. What you got? Yeah. Can I say
3: something? No, because I, I, I didn't get a chance to speak yet. Oh, my bad. Who the hell is that, Georgia Southern, bro?
0: <laughs> well, uh – Well, – Who is this kid at
3: Georgia
0: Southern, bro? Well, Bradley uh, went to Valhalla High. He's still there. He's like a six-year senior. He took advantage of the COVID year. So that's we got somebody from from the crew up there. So that's probably the reason okay, why, okay. why they won. But um, let's <laughs> <laughs> well, take credit for it, right? Um, I'm watching now. They got me watching. <laughs> but yeah, who is that George Southern? Other than that, I think it's, uh, there's uh, Corbett. One of the Corbett kids is there from Lyons, too. So um yeah mm-hmm. so shout out, shout out to Wintersville, um Wintersville and Statesboro, uh, winning in Nebraska. But back to the original question, Ryan says none of them will finish in the top twenty five. No. Yeah, any reason why? I
3: just don't see it, man. You know, you know, you know, you know. You say like certain things, like you just don't
0: see
3: it. Yeah. I, I I don't see that.
0: I I, I don't see that. <laughs> All right. What you got, Mo? Um. I would have to, if I could
1: lean on Duran, I would have to see apps, the rest of App State schedule before I can say they're not going to be a top twenty-five team because they took a, t- a tough loss to uh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And a, co- I, a very very close loss. Yeah, a very very it was sixty-three to sixty-one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think depending on what happens in the rest of their season, I don't think that should exclude them from a the top twenty-five ranking. Especially when you look mm-hmm. at some of the other teams who are ranked in the top twenty-five that you know. <laughs> They lost a the game to a, a Power 5 team, and they haven't done anything to warrant their ranking. So uh, I, I can't say that App State is not going to be in the top 25 when it's all said and done. i would have to look at the, the schedule,
2: see who else they got. I, I got something for you. So App State is not in the top 25 this week. Neither is North Carolina or Marshall. But you know who is in the top 25? Florida, Oregon. In Oregon. Oregon is number twenty-five. Not Bo Nix, Oregon. Not Daniel yeah, Lanning. Bo, Bo Nix, who threw five touchdowns against Eastern Washington, is we don't believe that was the name of the school. Now, so, what have <laughs> exactly? I can make a case for North Carolina being in the top twenty-five. They at least undefeated, three and zero, and against a team with a top ten uh, win in App State. So I can at least make a case for them. Um, Marshall finished I mean, if you look at it, Marshall is 26. They finished not four votes behind Oregon. <laughs> um, Florida, by the mercy of God, and Aaron Hernandez is still in the uh, top 25. They only dropped from 12 to 18.
1: Exactly. And the
2: uh, the most atrocious ranking of the week from uh, being not ranked at all, Texas is now in the top 25 with an L
0: with the law. So,
2: Texas went from being not
1: ranked, <clears throat> and they lost the game and they moved up into the top 20. Okay, yeah. so let's, let's go ahead and write App state off because they don't have the pedigree. They're not in the Power 5 conference. They're not going to be ranked in the top 5 cuz clearly you just got to be in a Power 5 conference. So
0: right. So my question is this, if they went out, right? They looked so their only loss is to North Carolina. let let's, let's just say North Carolina wins out, right? Or Don't say
2: that. Right. Right. <laughs> Have you seen that defense?
0: Don't say that. No. So, okay. All right. Listen. Let's just say North Carolina only drops two more games. Right? They lose two games. Um, and App State wins out. That's a clear path for them to to be a top twenty five team, regardless of who they play. If App State wins out, and North Carolina only drops two, or and also also if let's say AM and M wins out.
2: Which, nah, they said they got to travel to Brian Denny.
0: Hey, they're not, but I'm just saying, if that was to
2: happen. Let me call call out some significant, I'm going to go through these significant games that App State has coming up. They, uh, let's see, they play Troy next. They play an undefeated James Madison, who's first year in division in uh, uh, FBS. They're undefeated. Uh, They play the the, 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 the Georgia State, who gave North Carolina hell this past weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they play the, the, the Coastal, who seems to be the darling for everybody. So they play Coastal Carolina. I think Coastal got one loss. They play a Marshall team with a top 10. So they play a Marshall team with a top 10 victory Yeah. <laughs> at the FBS level. Then they play Old Dominion, who seems to have Virginia Tech's number.
0: And, really, like and then Virginia. they
2: finish it out with Georgia Southern.
3: That's what I'm saying. Who the hell is that in Georgia Southern, bro? <laughs> That's all. <awesome. laughs>
2: hey, Adrian, Adrian, Adrian Peterson is not walking through those
0: doors anymore. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if they went out, I would. if I had a vote, I would vote for them if they went out.
2: Let me see if it's a more egregious top 25 rankings here. Uh... Well, I can, I can
1: guarantee you the, the people in Boone, North Carolina are ecstatic either way. You know, whether they get the national respect mm-hmm. for poll or not, they they're pretty geeked up in
0: Boone, North Carolina. That celebration was awesome. It was epic. Hell yeah. That was an epic celebration.
2: Southern Cal. Southern Cal. Number seven in the
1: nation. I... I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, though. I'm going to give USC the benefit of the doubt because you got Lincoln Riley, you got Caleb Williams, and you got basically a new regime, right? So...
3: I feel like you kind of got to give them the benefit of the doubt in a pack uh-huh. the pac Hey, so uh-huh. if, if Georgia uh-huh. State on there, right? Let me. I'm just because I don't watch college football like you guys watch. In Jackson State, right? Now Jackson State, no, the FCS, the they're FCS, they're
0: HBCU. Okay. Oh yeah. But Texas I... A&M lost to uh, App State and is number twenty-four
3: in the poll. Yeah,
0: they should. <laughs> they should be. <laughs>
2: Out. After 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 what I told you last week, they struggled to beat Sam Houston State at home. Mm. The, the, po-
1: the the polls are just the rankings of power five teams. That's all it is. It's hype.
2: Because yeah. let me see, is pre- there anybody who is not in a power five conference in the top twenty five? I mean, there's in maybe two or three teams?
0: There is one BYU, okay. and they're independent. Okay. Got it. That's it, right? Hey, uh, <laughs> so um in, in 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 other news, right, Adrian Peterson was knocked out by Adrian Peterson was knocked out by Le'Veon Bell, which it was um very impressive. And bear with us one moment here.